The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Early Edge Powered by Sportsline. I am your host, Alan Bell, and I tell you what, we have a great show lined up for you this Saturday, and we are not going to waste any time with it. Let's take a look at how we did yesterday. Nice three and two day. Not too bad. You know what? Hey, we'll take it. Little 60% move on to the next one. So let's bring in the stars of the show and look at the squad. Micah Roberts, how are we doing, buddy? Doing excellent. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to uh, everybody's selections here. They make some money today. Let's go, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Jay Smooth, the machine. How are we doing, bro? Good morning, AB. Always, always like the Saturday morning crew. This is always such a fun one. Saturday is a, such a great day for college basketball. Over 140 games today, so I should have a bunch of picks. I love it, man. Yeah, Saturday brunch. I think it's my favorite show as well. Andrew Gumbus, how we doing, big dog? You doing all right? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Ready to uh, hear what the squad's got to say today. Yeah, I'm ready to talk a little fighting, man. And M squared, our man. What's good, bro? Life is good, man. We got a lot of great sports today. Uh, Justin mentioned 143 college basketball games, I believe. An awesome final round of golf on a Saturday, so it doesn't interfere with NFL Sunday. Just a beautiful thing all around today. You know what? You're exactly right. And I'll tell you what, with our uh, storylines that affect the betting lines for today, Mikey, I want to start with you. Let's talk a little golf, man. Talk to us. Yeah, this golf tournament, like I said, it's final round on a Saturday instead of a Sunday on CBS here to avoid mixing in with the NFL games. Our boy, Will Zalatoris, who we talked about all week. We bet on him a couple times already this week, bet on him for the tournament here. Zalatoris is crushing in terms of strokes gained off the tee and tee to green on the approach. All of those metrics, but really strokes gained tee to green three and a half strokes gained on the field and over two full strokes gained on some of the big names like Justin Thomas and John Rahm. If he can figure anything out at all with the putter, he is going to absolutely crush in this spot. But either way, he's got a chance to win it here. He's competed very well at st- fields this strong. It's going to be a really great finish today on CBS. I love it, man. Absolutely love it. Now, Jay Smooth, coming over to you, buddy. We've got the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Right. Tons of good games on the line today. We got Tennessee, Texas. We've got Kentucky, Kansas. Break it down for us, man. What are we looking for? Oh, man. The, what aren't we looking for? So, yeah, the, if you don't know much about the Big 12 SEC Challenge, it's been going on since 2013, 2014. So it was probably the first time it happened was in late January of 2014. And honestly, the Big 12 has historically won. So if you're le- if you're wondering which conference is going to be better, it's probably going to be the Big 12. They are ranked as the best conference in the country right now. Big 12 was dominant early so dominant they won the they won i believe like the first 20 games out of the out of like 30 so but the last five years it's been a little bit different the sec has come on a little bit sec actually won five of the nine games last season so if you're looking into it baylor has been maybe the best team in this so 
I don't know. Maybe we have a uh, maybe a little insight on Baylor coming later, but they should uh, they should do well today because they have they're seven and one in the eight years they've played. Yeah, seven and one's not bad. I don't mind writing historicals, as everyone on the show might know. Now, Michael Roberts, coming to you, buddy. All right, former bookmaker, you've been on the other side of the wall here, so to say. What are you seeing? What are you hearing just in regards to the NFL games tomorrow? Uh, any potential line movements, anything out of Las Vegas? What are your thoughts here, man? Yeah, the, the one interesting uh, move yesterday was the South Point going to seven and a half on the Chiefs. They've just been loaded with Chiefs money coming in nonstop. Uh, not so much wise guys, but just the general public. It, it's like a nine to one ratio as far as uh, money, tickets, everything coming in. So they went to seven and a half and within three hours, they've got enough money to go back down to seven, but it's still not as much as they have overall on the Chiefs' side. So it's something to look forward today. The South Point is a great barometer to see where the market's going because they only use um, $1.10 flat numbers, no $1.20, no $1.18 like the Euro books use, stuff like that. It's all flat numbers. So when they move, it's because it's the best number in the world. And that's what I'm going to look for. I'm going to look for to see where that goes because I want some seven and a half. I'm not going to talk about how I like the Bengals today. I'm going to just talk about the over. But that's one of the things to look at. And then we have the same thing in the other game, the three and the three and a half. That is the most key number in the NFL booking wise. And sharps are laying the three and another sharp group is taking the three and a half. So whenever the book goes back and forth like that, uh, if it lands Rams three, they're going to get torched. But that's one of the beautiful things about bookmaking, watching the numbers and see where they go. And um, that's that's going to be intense. Yeah, I can't wait. This is going to be a fun next 30 hours or so in the NFL. Now, Andrew, coming to you. All right, so we've got some Bellator action here. Now, not expecting any picks just yet, but for someone who, say, has no idea in regards to the card, what's on it, what to expect, what should we see tonight? What are the highlights? Who Who should we be looking for? Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, um, Bellator is another organization similar to the UFC. I would say it's probably the second, if not the third best in the world in terms of talent-wise. Main event, we have Ryan Bader taking on Valentin Moldovsky. Uh, Moldovsky is a Fedor Emelianenko prodigy. Ryan Bader was a double champ in Bellator. He was a light heavyweight champ. Now he's just the heavyweight champ. Um, So we have that great event. Great main event to look forward to. Um, Benson Henderson, former champ on the card. Um, Henry Corrales on the card. Darian Caldwell, a lot of good prospects. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. It's a good way to get the year started for Bellator. I love it, man. Like, I love how deep that the early edge crew is, right? Like, we have every sport in what's going to be an awesome sports weekend. We've got it all covered. And we're going to break that down here in just a second. So let's get into our picks for today. Now, on the sports line site play, we're going to go with the Warriors minus six and a half, all right, at home against the Nets. The sports line advanced model says the Warriors cover in 67% of simulations. Brooklyn, a mere 39% against the spread on the road this season, while Golden State boasts a strong 68% uh, record at home. And we saw, we just played the Warriors two days ago. Cash for us. It was nice. Grizzlies cash for us last night, too. We're going to ride the Warriors once again. So, that's enough of me talking. Nobody wants to hear that. M squared. We are coming to you. This is your spot. This is your show. And I believe you might have the most interesting parlay that's ever been put on this show. Talk to us, buddy. Uh, I don't know. That jeweler might have had a more interesting one when he tried <laughs> to 
darts in that didn't actually happen on that day. But uh, uh, yes, yeah. yeah. We'll start with the parlay first, then. It's going to be an Australian Open slash NFL combo here. We're going Daniel Medvedev against Rafa Nadal on the money line, and we're pairing it with the Kansas City Chiefs money line. Put those two together, makes it minus 104. This is just a really tough spot for Nadal. I know he's obviously been one of the best tennis players in the world, going for number 21 here. Just a really tough spot for him on a hard court against Medvedev, who is in my opinion, the best hardcore player in the world right now. He is going to really struggle if this thing goes the distance. Nadal has to win the first set. In matches on hard courts at majors like this, Medvedev, when he wins the first set, he is 37-0 and 0 in those matches. It is absolutely oh. critical for Nadal to win the first set here. I like Medvedev in the match. I like the Chiefs to win the game. Put those together, minus 104. And then a college basketball play for you. Baylor minus two and a half. It has moved to three and a half now at this point. I would still play it all the way up to four. My simulations make them minus five and a half in this spot. It is the Big 12 SEC challenge against Alabama. Two very good teams, obviously. Baylor rates for me in the top five in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Alabama, decent on offense, not so great on defense. I have them rated 75th in the country. But what really is going to come into play here, Alabama likes to play with a little bit quicker pace. That typically isn't going to go well against a team that is so strong defensively like Baylor, who also plays with a little slower tempo and more control. It makes them a little bit more uncomfortable. And then, of course, Baylor has the edge on the offensive glass, second chance points. I like them here as long as you're getting it, like I said, under the two full possessions. Take Baylor. You know, I think you're right. I mean, first off, great pick. Second, I think you're right. Jeweler's dart parlay was absolutely that was the that was the best parlay that this show's ever seen. I I 100 agree. Yeah, I step back, but this is a close two. I like it. All right, Micah Roberts, man, you got two plays in the NFL. We've got two games in yep. the NFL. Hit us with it, brother. What you got? Yeah, the first one, the Chiefs and Bengals. We're gonna go over. Uh, we've seen the Chiefs go over their last seven games, getting better, playing at their absolute best of the season right now. Forty-two points each of their last two games. I I just think uh, we're gonna see the Chiefs do their thing, and I, I do lean to the Bengals a little bit, but I'm not gonna uh, you know try to s sell our people on taking the underdog to win outright or cover uh let's just go the safe bet i think the over and i think what i've seen with the the Bengals covering their last six games is every big moment joe burrow takes advantage of and he's uh, destroying secondaries especially one of them was the chiefs ladarius sneed i mean he got burnt over and over and over again man coverage and they kept going with it i think burrow's gonna do what the Bills should have done last week is and attack that secondary early and often and make them scramble and Joe Burrow goes to that next level. I think, I mean, the team hadn't won since 1991, a playoff game and Joe Burrow comes in. He's won his first two playoff games right off the bat. The guy's on a roll. He's doing everything right. And this is the perfect secondary, perfect secondary for him to thrash with those great receivers. So I look for the over. I think that's going to happen, even though the Bengals have been playing an under game, but Mahomes and that offense is just going too well right now. It's going to take an outstanding, epic Hall of Fame effort from Joe Burrow to win the game. And I think he can. I think this is will be his shining moment. But the over, I think, to me, is the safest bet of all. Um, I'm going to go over 54 there. And I also took three and a half with the 49ers. This is one of those games where I look at it. Division rivals, six straight wins by the 49ers. 
covering five of those games. And it, it, these guys with LaFleur, right, they were with the Redskins, uh, uh, 2012 coaching staff, young team, uh, great friends, McVeigh and Kyle Shanahan. And Kyle's got his number. He knows what he's going to do. So this is a situation where Shanahan is outsmarting him just because of the mental issues that McVeigh has to deal with, that his buddy knows everything he's going to do, second and eight. Kyle says, I know what you're going to do, Sean. Sean's like, damn, he does know what I'm going to do. And he changes the play. And, and he's, <laughs> it's completely different. I, I, it sounds funny, but it's really that simple. And I think it's a, a mental game where McVeigh's going to be taken out of his game. They've won seven of their last eight games. They've been impressive. They've done well, but their only loss is to the 49ers. Two losses and absolutely destroyed them offensively. There's a 784 to 543. That was the offensive yards for uh, the 49ers over the Rams. Beat them pretty bad. Stafford, two interceptions in each game. Uh, Debo Samuel, Swiss Army Knife, uh, pass uh, touchdown throw, reception, rushing, four touchdowns total against the Rams this year. George Kittle does what he wants against that Rams secondary over and over again. Linebackers can't hang with them. It's just a tough team for the Rams to match with. I feel very comfortable taking the three and a half. It's probably going to land on three. So either way, I feel good taking the three and a half. Yeah, and you talk about that over in the uh, Bengals-Chiefs game. I mean, you look at the two Chiefs playoff games just them by themselves. Against the Steelers, scored 42 points. Against Uh the Bills, scored 42 points. Like, they're putting points up and consistent, so. And, you know, Alan, that's that's the thing with with them. The Bills should have done that, and they tried to do get cute with handoffs and stuff. When they could have buried that, they could have scored 55, 60 points against the Chiefs there, and they only forced the issue and beating that secondary in the fourth quarter when they had to. And they could have done that all game. Yep, so true. So true. All right, Andrew, coming to you, buddy. You got two plays, Bellator, tonight. Talk to us, bro. What do we got? Yeah, so first off, I'll start with uh, the main event. I mentioned Ryan Bader's fighting Valentin Moldovsky. Moldovsky gets a lot of respect at the betting window. He's a pretty record. He's a Fedor Emelianenko prodigy, but I think Ryan Bader's going to win this fight. Um, He's a heavyweight champ. He was cutting down to light heavyweight to defend his belt. The weight cuts were getting to him. He said he walks around 235, 240. He was cutting all the way down to 205, and I think it was affecting his performance a lot. Now that he's back at heavyweight and he could focus there, um, I like him in this spot. He has a lot of a lot of five round experience. He has the wrestling background, um, and I think this is probably Moldovsky's toughest fight yet. And so I think, yeah, I think Bader is an underdog is a really good spot. And then secondly, um, another Arizona State wrestler, I like Sullivan Cauley at minus one ninety against Ben Parrish. Um, Parrish, he's a funny nickname. They call him Big Tuna. Um, he's become a fan favorite in his last fight. He knocked out a minus a thousand favorite flash knockout 30 seconds into the fight and um, he kind of took the world by storm and I think he's getting a little bit too much love because of that knockout um, Collie's on the quicker side for heavyweight he should have a significant wrestling advantage here he should have a cardio advantage and I like him to get it done nice I always like the nicknames big tuna that's a good one man I, yeah. like, it. I like it a lot now Jay Smooth look you know on Saturdays when I host you are in the maestro spot automatically I put you in it every single time because you are my dude. So talk to us, man. What do we got today in college basketball? Thank you, AB. It's a lot of pressure, man. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I got I got three plays. It's always fun. It's a it's a good day to, you know, finish it up with how much action we have in college basketball. Well, let's get right to it because I got to give you at least three. There's another two on Sportsline, actually. And then there's probably gonna be like another 10 on my Twitter for my non-model plays today because like there's so much action. But anyway. 
I'm going to start with Oakland. You can find this one minus 10 and a half. I got it at minus 11 and a half. So it's actually moved the other way on me by a full point, but I love it even more now. Oakland is the best team in this conference. They're playing Illinois, Chicago. And I, I almost can't believe this line is under as close to 10 like this because Illinois, Chicago just lost to Detroit Mercy by 13 and Wright State by 16. And Oakland is ranked 100 points higher in most rankings than both of those teams. And yet the line isn't at that point. So Illinois, Chicago on the road, really not great. They might be one of the bottom 50 teams in the country right now. They're just playing terribly. Recent play metrics have them ranked around 300th, 310th in the nation. I don't understand this line. Minus 10 and a half in my model. I have 15. So uh, go go get that. A lot of value there. Uh, then I'm going to go with St. Joseph's. We picked on them the other day and we won. Well, they're getting plus 11 today against St. Bonaventure's, who we picked against last time and won. So I don't know. I'm going to keep fading St. Bonaventure here. I don't trust them at a minus 11 rate. I think uh, St. Joe's should be able to get this done. Bonaventure 5 and 11 against the spread this season. Uh, both these teams just played George Mason and they both lost, but Bonaventure lost by a bigger margin. So I think St. Joseph might have a reason to keep this close. Again, this isn't the same Bonaventure team of old. There might be some bias on how much of a darling they've been to this market in the last couple of years. But uh, yeah, my, my model has this as a seven and a half point game. So you're getting some good value with plus 11. And then lastly, I'm going to go VCU Road Warriors against Richmond. They're going on the road. This isn't really much of a road game. These Virginia teams know each other very well. VCU has won most of the last contests, but plus three on the road for a team that's only dropped one spread of the eight when traveling just seems a little uh, too big. If you can find a three and a half, I love it even more, but plus three should be great here. Uh, the last time that these games were at Richmond between VCU and Richmond, VCU won. So, yeah, VCU plus three should be solid. There we go. Three strong plays coming from my man. I like it. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a look at the recap here. And it's like somewhat glorious. I mean, the picks are great. I'm just talking about, you know, me putting it together. It's not that beautiful, but the picks surely are M squares on Baylor minus two and a half and a parlay of Medvedev money line and Chiefs money line minus one oh four. Michael Roberts on the Bengals Chiefs over 54 49ers plus three and a half. Jay Smooth, <clears throat> excuse me, is on St. Joe's plus 11 VCU plus three and a half Oakland minus 11 and a half. And as he noted, you can find that 10 and a half or 11 now, depending on your book. So go find that. Get your best value there. Andrew's on. Ryan Bader, plus 180. Sullivan Colley tonight, minus 190. And Bellator, our site play, Warriors minus 6.5. The AB3, look, we have them lined up for tomorrow, and we're going to add one more to it, all right? So we're going to go plus 170. Warriors money line tonight, all right? So we just need Golden State get the job done tonight. Chiefs money line, Rams money line tomorrow, plus 170. You know what? It's all the damage that we could do for today. Let me say, all right, tomorrow, Sunday, we're going to be live at our normal time, 10 a.m. Eastern, and we're going to go live for an hour before the Bengals and Chiefs game, and we're going to go for an hour before the 49ers at Rams game, I believe. Mikey, what time are those? It's, so it's 2 p.m. Eastern we're going live and 5.40 Eastern we're going live, I believe. I believe that's right. I'll send out a tweet for the Sportsline account. But, yes, an hour before kickoff of each game, we will go for an hour and break down your best bets, total spreads, every single question, every single prop bet, anything you can think of, we are going to break it down. But like I said, it's all the damage we can do for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody have a good day.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.